Musical Theater Writer Guy is recorded as a YouTube channel series on Muncie Lenape and Canarsie lands. The audio from each episode is also released here in podcast form. To watch or to learn more, please find us on YouTube or through my website at michaelraddy.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-R-A-D-I dot com. Enjoy the show! Pixar's go-to method of storytelling has given us some of the best films of the past 25 years. Films like Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., Inside Out, Finding Nemo, Coco! The list is too big. It's just too big. And it seems to provide them an endless stream of hit movies. So how do we, as musical theater writers, steal, I mean, borrow, this storytelling method and use it to our advantage? Since the beginning of the company, Pixar has been using a storytelling method called the Story Spine to craft and outline their brilliant films. Now, I know they did not create this method, but they've been using it consistently and to brilliant effect over the years. But what is it? The Story Spine is essentially a series of seven prompts that create a story that has stakes built in, beginning, middle, end, and flows super smoothly from one plot point to the next. Here's how it works. Once upon a time, there was a cowboy doll named Woody who had a beautiful life being played with as the favorite toy of a boy named Dandy. And every day, Woody would be plucked from where he was last lovingly placed to go on great heroic adventures as the sheriff of Andy's room. Until one day, Andy was gifted a new toy by his mom for his birthday named Buzz Lightyear. The most exciting, laser shooting, high-flying space ranger a boy could ask for. And because of that, Andy slowly began to play with Woody less and less as Buzz became the favorite toy of the room, making Woody seethe with jealousy until one day he knocked Buzz out the window. Also, he could be the chosen toy to go to the last pre-move trip to Pizza Planet. And because of that, Buzz and Woody get into a fight at Pizza Planet, resulting in both of them getting left behind and trying to get back to Andy's house alive, forgiven, and before the moving trucks leave them behind forever. Until finally, Buzz and Woody find a way to trust each other, work together, and gather the help of their friends to get them onto the already driving moving truck and back in their toy boxes where they belong. And ever since then, Buzz and Woody have comfortably shared the spotlight as Andy's two favorite toys and have helped to give him the best childhood that he could ever have. Man, what a phenomenal movie. Oh, it's so good. Now, are there more details that we left out? Of course, but you can dig even deeper into all of these prompts and into the story by asking, and because of that, and because of that, and because of that, until you get as detailed as you want to get. But it's a wonderful and efficient storytelling method to outline any story, even in its truncated form. So. Should we try it with a musical? Musicals, especially musicals with linear plots, are pretty similar to Pixar films in the way that they have a built-in beginning, middle, end, high stakes, and some sort of whimsy that is just naturally a part of the story. So let's try the same thing with The Lion King. Once upon a time, there was a young lion prince named Simba who lived happily with his loving, doting parents, King Mufasa and Queen Sarabi of Pride Rock. I apologize for all the lawn noise today. It is so much. And every day, Simba would run around the entire kingdom living the life of a carefree prince by making trouble with his friends, dodging his responsibilities, and getting into some dangerous situations. Until one day, Simba was almost crushed in a stampede orchestrated by his nefarious Uncle Scar, who staged a coup by killing Mufasa and tricking Simba into believing it was all his fault and making him run away. 
And because of that, Simba, now thought dead, grew up far away under the carefree Timon and Pumbaa, doing everything in his power to escape his past, his guilt, and his responsibilities. And because of that, Simba goes through a crisis of conscience and identity when his childhood friend Nala stumbles back into his life and encourages him to go back and challenge Scar for his rightful throne. Until finally, through the help of Nala, Timon, Pumbaa, Rafiki, and the spirit of Mufasa, Simba goes back to Pride Rock, unveils the truth of Mufasa's death, challenges Scar, and takes his rightful place as the king of the Pride Land. And every day since then, everyone has lived peacefully and prosperously under the care of King Simba, Queen Nala, and their growing family. And this musical is so good! So good! But I digress. The story spine of The Lion King clearly reveals the biggest moments of the story, the flow of the plot points, the development of the main characters, and also the heightening of the stakes. What more could you ask for? Of course, this method might be a little truncated for you, in which case you can watch this video here to learn a slightly more in-depth method that might be just what you need. Otherwise, thank you all for being here with me today, and I'll see you again soon. Cheers! Thank you for listening to Musical Theater Writer Guy, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate and review this show as it really helps others to discover what you already know. And please do share this show far and wide so we may all become an even closer musical theater community.